What's up, guys? I am Stavo, and this is Don't Dream, Envision, a podcast for those who are trying to figure it out. And by it, I mean life. This is a place where we get to share our story, share our vision. I bring people on that open up about the ups and downs that come with pursuing goals, pursuing dreams, trying to figure life out along the way. It is a difficult thing to do. None of it is easy, or very little is, I should put it that way. But by sharing and being open about this sort of stuff that we all struggle with, I think that we have a way to relate to each other and a way to help each other out. So my guest this week is Wes B. He is a music performing artist out of Waterloo, Iowa. He's living out in Denver right now. He tries to use his craft, which is music, to not only entertain, but to help inspire, to spread some positivity, some love, some good energy, in the hopes that somebody else picks up on it and does the same thing. We have a great conversation about some of the stuff that that he struggled with, some of the stuff that he went through in his life, and how it helped him become the person he is today. I hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you are a fan of the podcast, if you enjoy the stuff that we talk about, if you find it beneficial in any, in any way, you find something that helps you, I would appreciate it very much if you did subscribe wherever you listen to it. This will give me a chance to keep bringing out more, keep having more interesting guests, and, and keeping this vision thing alive. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Wesby, man, thank you so much for joining me. Um, you and I connected recently through, it was Facebook. A friend of mine told me about what you're doing, and as soon as I saw it, I was all over it. Um, as we talked just a little bit ago off air, um, I think it's very important, especially at this age, this millennial age, you're 27, I'm 26, when we right. see people trying to do something positive with their life. Um, that's an important thing. That's something that Definitely. helps the person that's doing it, and then people can find inspiration in that. And every time I see that, um, it's, it's a bit of inspiration that I like to see and I like to get that stuff out there and it seems like you'd like to do the same. So without getting into it too much right now, Wes, go ahead and tell me your vision and we'll go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, my name is Wes B. Uh, I'm a social media impact artist. Uh, and my dream is to really be a music artist, but also be able to spread peace, positivity, love, energy, and joy, um, through expression of music, motivational speaking, um, and merchandise. And then uh, have my brand be able to do a lot of public speaking, a lot of hosting, a lot of entertainment, um, self-help and personal development with people just so I can give people a chance to feel heard and valued. But that's one of the biggest things that my brand is about um, is making people feel heard and valued, uh, regardless if you're listening to the music, uh, if you're buying the merchandise or if you're watching the content and the self-development contents. Uh, on social media so really being able to enlighten people yeah. you know encourage people to be better so that's what the whole mission is uh predicated on yeah i haven't heard your music yet um i came across the itself self-development sundays is, is a little series i saw you doing that's the first thing yep. i came across and, and i like that quite a bit what came first was music the big thing for you was that first and then everything else came from that or how did this all come together yeah so basically for me uh music uh is the passion uh, music is what I do full time um, and everything else is what I consider uh, back doors. So all the other components to my career um, is what we use to uh, um, open up the front door. But if the front door isn't working, we always have several back doors to be able to jump inside. So mm -hmm. um, for me, being a performance artist, I've been performing since I was about 12 years old. Um, I grew up being a drill team. You know what I'm saying? So for me, uh, being around hundreds of people uh, early on in my life, it was that that feeling that of excitement and people being able to scream. And you know what I'm saying? I fell in love with that pretty early. Um, and then I wanted to continue pursuing, you know, uh, the entertainment. You know, I like to make people feel good. I like to make people, uh, you know what I'm saying, have just that, that feel good vibe going on for them when they're in the environment or in a program that I'm. Uh, that I'm uh, involved with as well. So you know what I'm saying? Um, entertainment and performing came first. And then while performing live, because I'm a live performing artist, being able to motivational speak in my transitions, you know, to the next songs and then tell the story about, you know, how I came this far, you know, in between songs. Um, it makes it relatable for our audience to be able to, 
um, to engage with, you know yeah. what I mean? So then when they uh, can engage with me and, and the relatable things are going on and then you have feel good music, it kind of creates an experience for the audience and it, and it creates the whole kind of package deal that's going on. So I've always wanted to be able to create that and then create an experience that can help provide true change in the world. Yeah, no, for sure. I think when it comes to the performing thing, especially like when you're out in front of people, yeah, that's a way you can have impact that nothing else can. You know what I mean? Like I started speaking actually publicly recently as well, right before the pandemic hit. And, you know, it's great to talk one-on-one -on -one with people. Right. But it, it's a completely different feeling when you get to control the room in a sense. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. you have such a, it's a different way of getting your message across that I think nothing else comes close to. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, for sure. Did you know you wanted to do that? Or let me ask you this way. When did you know you wanted to do that to perform? To be in front of people like that? Um, I would say, uh, I tell people all the time, it was my fourth grade talent show. Now, when I was small, when I was younger, I was a lot chubbier, but I always had the energy uh, to be in front of people, and people kind of knew that. Um, so I won my first talent show, and the reason I wanted to win is because I was getting a personal pan pizza. <laughs> uh, from Pizza Hut, you know what I mean? So I had practice for weeks, man, uh, on my dance routine, you know, just being all across the stage and, you know, kind of just having fun with people at a young age, you know, and I was already thinking about, you know, this was good. I, I, I enjoyed, you know, doing this and the practice doesn't feel like work. Well, I read that you're from Texas, but you grew up in Waterloo. Yeah. yeah. And now you're living in Denver and I'm from Serbia. I grew up in Waterloo also. Um, so, yeah. and I went to West High. You went to East High, yeah? Yeah, for so sure. So tell me about like from, from Texas, why Iowa and then why Denver now? Yeah. So originally, I, so originally I was born in Iowa and then I spent a large time in Texas uh, after my, uh, my mom passed away mm -hmm. uh, with my grandmother. Um, I stayed with my auntie sometimes in Texas. Um, and then I, then we, a lot of my family was already in Waterloo. Um, so, but the tragic happened here in Waterloo. So okay. then I was, you know, moving in different spots for a while just to get things figured out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After my mom passed away um, and whatnot. So um, I, I spent some time uh, in Texas with my aunt, me and my sister. Um, and then I spent a lot of time with my grandmother uh, too growing up uh, in Cedar Rapids. She was a teacher. Um, and that kind of made me want to become uh, a teacher in a sense uh, for myself and then growing up and developing within that. So and then Waterloo, uh, that's just home. You know, that's always been home for me. Um, and then always being a positive asset and being someone that's been acclimated within the community. Um, growing up, since being young, I was always an energy and entertainment guy within the community and always in uh, all the programs and stuff going on. So I kind of mm -hmm. just grew up, grew up as one of those people here. Um, and then performing, you know, I just began performing a lot more and then created a brand, um, the Lou Boy brand um, that you see now. Now, how that came about is um, I came out with two music projects before then. Um, at that point, I didn't have any merchandise. Now, we're talking maybe 2011, 2012, 13, 14. Um, in 15. So in, within that time, I didn't have merchandise. I was performing on the, on the back end uh, with other people, you know, they were bringing me along, you know, who kind of had the spotlight at the time. Um, they were bringing me along to perform with them. You know, I, I'm truly grateful for that opportunity, those opportunities to get that stage time um, and be able to learn, you know, from the people who were uh, up and rising before me. Um, but then you know, traveling to shows and stuff, I, I would I would perform on stage all the time and then get the crowd reaction. And then afterwards, people would come to buy merchandise. Yeah. But none of this merchandise is mine. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm like, man, I, I need some merch, man. And no, but no <laughs> one's telling me how to really get it. You know what I mean? No one's telling me how to do it or where the money's coming from. So um, I started to, you know, get, become hungry within that in that field. Um, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to have merch one day and I'm going to have a lot more than what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it all myself. Um, so me and my best friend, Malcolm, shout out Mal G. Um, he, we worked together to buy a screen press machine. Um, and 
it was, it was like 2017 and we finished like two shirts in like two hours and we were like dude we're, we're we on our way bro like we're <laughs> on our way you know like we were messing things up we didn't have no idea what we were doing uh we put it in his basement and we just bought the screen press and bought it, bought the heater um and we found a way to get some screens done from one of the local uh shops um cross branding and local promotion and being able to work with other people within the community is big to me so like i did my research and found who was local within the embroidery industry um at screen press and then i found creative impact in evansdale and those guys soon became family to me um i went there to learn uh how to do it um i told them i don't know anything i'm coming with a fresh mind and you know they were they were willing to you know give me the tips that i need to be successful within that field um so since 2017 uh my by myself now i probably made over 4218 items of merchandise um mm -hmm. through screen press um from like hoodies uh t-shirts sweatpants uh shorts you know, all sorts of different things throughout the course of the summer. Um, and I've been blessed to have, you know, just a small business starting on the back of my trunk and using social media as my platform to be able to distribute the merchandise. Um, I would use um, Instagram and Snapchat primarily to, uh, as soon as I cook up the merchandise, before I even had a storefront location, I would make the shirts, buy some bags off uh, eBay, and by size, I would put up a Snapchat, small, medium, large, extra large. Don't worry about coming to get it. I'll bring it to you. You know what I mean? And that's how hungry I was um, starting, um, starting the career with just having merchandise and wanting people to have it. And I wanted people to get it right away um, and not have to wait. So therefore, if I didn't want them to have to wait, I needed to be able to go deliver it myself you know i can't count on anyone else so i'm gonna make it cook it up go drop it off and then i'm gonna put them on social media when i pull up for brand recognition now yeah. before i did any of these business courses i didn't know any of these things i was moving according to when i went to college and i learned as a communications major um uh communications and multimedia major and journalism as well so uh those that actually helped me you know do some of the advertising, some of the promotion, you know, it made people want to buy the merchandise versus even, I don't even have to see it. They just want me to pull up and put them on the social media. You know, that part too, you know, buying the merchandise was an incentive, you know, versus being a part of the experience as well. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing we do really well is being, being able to provide a, a fresh experience and that's what the Lou Boy, going back to the beginning of the story, that's what the Lou Boy brand yeah. after the first two CDs uh, was going to be about when I made the Lou Boy project. Everything needed to be about the experience. So each song um, on the project um, is about an experience of my life. The first song out on the CD is called Trapping Out of the Trunk, where I'm literally explaining throughout the course of the song how I change from having drug dealer friends to using a drug dealer mindset to actually run a successful business. You know what I mean? So it's, it's sometimes it's about, you know, what you know and what you got going on, you know, around you. Um, and then taking those tools and components and then making your dreams actually happen right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, so you, you said, you said a whole lot there, man. I want to get into it. <laughs> almost every single piece of it. But yeah. 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 I guess, let's sure. start with this. I mean, like when it comes to building like a brand and a business, there's so much behind it. I mean that like like even for myself. I mean, yeah. When I started like doing the podcast and and again figuring out what am I gonna do, what do I want to do, how how am I gonna build this? There's so many yeah. little pieces. That like I mean, I had no idea. Obviously, part of it is like podcast. For example, I had no idea how to use the equipment. Like I'm not tech savvy. I don't know anything about electronics and none of that sort of stuff. But it's like I want to talk. I want to get my voice out there. I want to public speak. How can I do this? What's going to make that happen, right? So yeah, with the mentality sure. that you have as well, it's it's more about you know asking the questions of how can I do this stuff that I want to do, and then you figure all that all that other stuff out later. But when you start asking yourself that question of you know what what do I want to do? How can I do it? You get answers, but there's so much that people don't know. Doing that stuff out of your trunk, right? Doing all this shit for free, delivering stuff to people. Yeah. That, that, that's that behind the scenes that nobody sees. Everybody can only see when your shop is doing well, 
when you're performing and things are going well. Nobody right. sees that stuff behind the scenes. And that to me is like exactly what like vision is, for example. It's having that big picture that all the stuff you're doing right now is, is, is taking you in the right direction towards whatever it is you ultimately want to happen for your life, right? But you have to like yes, buy so into that mentally. You have to buy you into it. You have to it. see in the future, right, a little bit that everything's going to line up for you, that all the shit you're doing right now, the good and the bad, is going to make a difference. It matters, right? Because if you it didn't matters. believe that all the stuff you're doing right now didn't matter, if you thought the music was a waste of time or the shirt was a waste of time, you wouldn't be doing this, right? Right. And I think right. people get into it for the wrong reasons when they first start. They like, do. They, they want to shop because they want money. They want to get their brand out. They want a million followers and all this stuff. And it's like, when you hit that point, when you get the million followers or when people start buying all your, all your stuff, then what? Then what? Pack, pack, pack up shop and that's it? Or, do you, yeah. or, or why do you keep on going? You know what I mean? Um, yes. I want to get way in, in, more into that. But real quick, I want to go back to something you said a minute ago. And something okay. that's inter interesting to me is you lost your mom, right? Yeah. How, how yeah. old were you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I was three years old. Three years old. Okay. How old was she? Yeah, I, uh, my mom was relatively 20, like 26, 27-ish. Do you mind if I right ask what? Uh, my mom committed suicide when I okay. was three. Um, so for me and my sister, uh, my sister was seven and I was three. And um, so for me, the way I'm a cancer, so I'm very observant. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm a music artist. Um, so being blessed as a music artist, my perspective is open and, and tainted differently, uh, for me to be able to look back and see things from a balcony perspective. And I've been able to do that, um, since I was real young, my friend. So, uh, that's always really helped me, um, in the long run. So for my, for, as I'm ob observing what's going on, uh, my sister's seven. So that means at seven years old, the memory bank is, is, is growing. Yeah. Um, they can remember a lot of things right now at this point. So she remembers my mom uh, a lot more than I do. My Our connections are different. Um, I remember my mom, but for me, it's a, more of a spiritual connection. Sure. Um, and that's actually what shines through me um, and makes me be able to do what I do successfully. Um, so just seeing, observing my family, observing my sister uh, go through different um, traumatic experiences along the way. Uh, with different mental things, mental institutes, different family members, and then others trying to even commit suicide, you know, uh, even it to it being a thought process, you know, for someone who's has it, had it go on in their life. Um, it, 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 it's a thought process that you can't get rid of, you know, right. um, you know, regardless of if you're, you're uh, think about doing it or not doing it, you're never going to do it at all. It's just always is because of the detrimental thing that's happened, that experience that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man. So just being that young um, and then observing what was going on, I knew that it was important for me to be able to make a difference in the world so people don't feel the same way. You know what I mean? Um, and provide opportunities for people to really talk about what's going on. Um, if I can be a breath of fresh air uh, for people to want to even spark their, that, their conversation that may get them through a breakthrough. Then that, then I'm doing my job and then I'm yeah. serving my purpose. That's why everything that my content, everything that's going on, it will always continue to be positive. Yeah. Even when there's negative things going on, I will find a way to spin it and post it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's what it's about providing uh, my audience with outlets, with a positive outlet. You know what I mean? From all the other chaos and other animosity we have going on in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, so. Um, if I can be that outlet for people, then like I said, I, I'm, I'm doing my job. So, for sure. And pe people uh, need that outlet. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. it, I think it takes like, obviously like starting with yourself before you like share that stuff. You can't lie to yourself. You know what I mean? And yeah. what, what I mean by that is this, like those difficult, excuse me, those difficult things you go through, the losing your mom and having to think about that sort of stuff. I mean, if you don't hide those things from yourself and you're open sharing them, that's yeah. when you can have like a real impact on somebody else's life because th then you show that it's okay to talk about that stuff. We don't have to hide that stuff. We don't have to keep that, you know, holding us back. Like I right. lost my mom as well, actually. I was 14. And one day, um, so she, she was doing fine. She was healthy, you know. And one night, me, uh, my mom, and my dad were watching um, Rush Hour 2. So <laughs> so listen, my parents don't speak English, right? And so my dad loves Rush Hour too because obviously there's so much going on and they're fighting and it's 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 funny and he loves that stuff, you know. And so 
one of our favorite movies, a little bit off topic, but we watch that all the time. And one night we were watching that movie, all go to bed just like any other night. And then three o'clock in the morning, my dad comes into my room and says, your mom's not waking up. And so we go into the room and she, she must, she passed away sometime throughout the night. She was ice mm. cold when, when we checked on her that morning. So one day she just didn't wake up, you know, and sorry to hear that, my friend. Yeah, and, and so it's, and I share that because again, we we struggle. We're going to lose people in our lives. If it's not people that you lose, it's going to be an opportunity that you never got. It's going to be your dream never coming true. There's going to yeah. be something that's going to hold you back. And we can look at all these things as reasons to why, like my life's never going to be what I want it to be. I can look exactly. at. I mean, there's so many reasons that why things aren't going to work out. I mean, like my I pursued soccer for a long time. Yeah, years and years and years, and it was like one of the most stressful times of my life. But I just had a desire to keep on going and nothing went right. Nothing went my way until finally I got to a point where I realized I don't want to play no more. But having gone through that, I mean, I can go back and, and look at it and say, you know, my life was ruined because of that. I can be very, you know, have a lot of animosity towards it. Yeah, or, for sure. Or I can think of it as, you know, th this is why my life is the way it is now. Why my mindset is the way it is right now, whether it's right. a loss, whether it's dream not coming true or something else. But I think if we don't hide that stuff from ourselves, which is like, that's easier said than done, right? Yeah. Think about that stuff like in your head, losing someone. Why, why is that bothering you? Like, where, where's that hitting you? And then how do I deal with that, right? Nobody right. wants to deal with that stuff. That shit is hard, right? It is. You know what I mean? But when you can do that for yourself and you're comfortable with it, then you're in that position to share with somebody else. And then you can right. do the stuff that you're doing. Then you can speak right. honestly about that sort of stuff and people pick up on it. And what's mm -hmm. nice about that is then that branding comes into play on its own where people are buying you, not, not, not just the stuff that's on your shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all yeah, this stuff has, sure. has a cycle to it. You know what I mean? It does. Um, it does. The bigger yeah. picture. Yeah. But I want to get into one other topic because, again, like okay. you said a lot of things a minute ago, and I want to try yeah. it on all of them. Yeah. But it may as well need to be good. For sure. When it comes to that, that performing thing, right? Yeah. Obviously, you're able to do that because you have some talent. But I think mm -hmm. the more important thing is that you have confidence and courage to do it, right? Now, yeah. That's, I think, one key thing that's missing for a lot of people is that you know, they can practice, 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 or have these skills or tools and talents that they want to take chances on, on mm -hmm. their passions, their dreams, but don't. And that's something right. that I'm super, super curious about. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we take more chances? Especially at this age, this millennial age, we're trying to figure things out. Why not take more risks, you know? And confidence right. has a lot to do with that. Now, for me, I struggled with it a lot. When I was playing soccer, I mean, that, it was all over the place. I couldn't make sense of it. It wasn't until right. afterwards that I started to, like, realize kind of how to build it, how to maintain it. And so I want to ask you, especially since you, you were performing since you were young, did you always have it? Did that come natural? Or do you go through periods where the confidence is low and nothing makes sense and you don't know how to get back to those good places? Um, so for me, I would say um, one thing, I, I'm, I'm kind of naturally talented, blessed with some of those abilities. Sure. But I won't take away from um, the hard work and dedication we put in. Um, Confidence is built off of your workload um, and what you're willing to do and what you're willing to sacrifice and your formula. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a lot of times where I'm not confident or I, I'm self-conscious because I don't feel like I have the accolades, you know, to where I feel like my true potential is right now. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm, all the time I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better than these guys. I know it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, God is not done working with me right here. Um, and that's something I have to understand too. have to remind myself uh, through meditation, through prayer, uh, when I'm underconfident. Um, but I also, I put up vision boards. Um, I have one here uh, above my bed and then I have one in the bathroom um, so that I can make sure I can remind myself. And when I put these vision boards up, um, it was, I was at a rough place in my life. Um, with relationships, uh, with just work, occupation. Uh, when you're an entrepreneur, it's never easy. I'm trying to figure out if you if you want to work. What we call it is work on the plantation or work for yourself. You know what I mean? So um, and when you're trying to figure those things out, life is still happening, you know. Um, and, and through just the experiences of creating a formula and then putting it together so that we can execute you know, so that there's no margin for error at the end. Mm -hmm. um, and if things don't go your way, they just don't go your way. You know what I'm saying? It just may not be what's necessary and what's needed right now. Yeah. But um, I began, I, I just 
grew confident within my within myself by knowing that if I put together a plan and if I you know successfully strategically plan it together, I know I will be all right. You know because through college, through the many things that I've had to do, where it's just me and I'm ready to cry and I'm ready to give it all up, you know, I still persevere through it. And then I, then we get to the big show on the big stage or the big presentation and we realize you were more prepared than you were nervous about. So you have to understand that it's important that when you worry so much, that means you're not fully trusting in yourself and you're not right. trusting in God or the higher power, you know, whoever it is that you believe in. You know, because that worry is is just it's just weighing you out more. You know, for what you need to be doing. You know, that energy and that energy energy can be reciprocated somewhere else. Yeah. And and I've learned that through you know meditation. Like I said, meditation, uh, uh, praying, doing my research, um, and everything I do it is on intent, um, and it's already premeditated. And since we're on a positive um, slope. Everything is in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I pray for intent. Uh, I read and study on intent. Everything I'm doing is setting up something else for, for later. You know, so like... You're, you're, building, to, you're building momentum. Momentum. Yeah, because I think that's like one of the keys right there. I mean, especially when it comes to that, that self-belief thing, you know, I think that or running a business, it's if you do things, you try things, you're going to get some sort of results. Like that's what I believe. Now, whether right. they're like failures or successes, that, that's, it's whatever you want it to be. I it see is. them as just results. They're the results that, that I liked, that they went well, or the results that I didn't want. Right. That tells me a couple of different things, right? If they're the results I wanted, I keep doing something along those lines, right? And if exactly. it didn't go the way I wanted, something's got to change. I got to tweak something. I got to try something else, which yeah. whatever goes, they're good things. So whether it's failure or it's not, that's totally right. your call. Um, I just think that seeing those things as failures is just the easy way out. Because if you see it as failure, then that means, well, maybe I'm not good enough. I suck. I didn't prepare. Whatever it is, mentally, that just that checks you out. Like you don't have to do anything else anymore now. I'm just, I'm just not exactly. out for it. I just can't do this, right? <clears throat> Something's yep. got to change. When you have that like passion, that, that's that calling. Whatever you, like you said, whatever you want to call that thing. I mean, it, it's asking you to do something. Something. Right. It's not, you're, you're not meant to just settle. You know what I mean? You're not. You know? Yeah. It takes, it takes doing something. It takes doing anything at all to get results. And then you just kind of work from there. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think, um, I guess I'll ask you too. Like when I, when, when I get like into those weird, like mental ruts, I do a similar thing in the vision board a little bit, but more so it's like, um, I have like bracelets, for example, that I made that have like my, by my vision logo on it. So I think it's very right. important when it comes to your goal, your dream, whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is, kind of like a vision board. It's important to not hide from that stuff. You know what I mean? I think that sometimes we don't want to think about our dreams that often uh, because yes. it requires so much sacrifice. It requires that you do a lot of stuff to make that happen. And it's easier sometimes just to think that it's not, it's never going to happen. I'm not cut out for this, right? Uh, yeah. but to have reminders constantly all the time, whether that's your board, your bracelet, something mm -hmm. on your to always remind you what you're working towards. You know what I mean? Those reminders yeah. are good. I think it's important to not hide from that stuff. And once you like handle the more, the more difficult moments that come with pursuing stuff, those behind the scenes things we talked about. Yeah. And then you just keep going. You keep going and you keep going. And then you take things in stride. The good, the bad, you go, you go, you go, you go. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're in a good position. You know what I mean? What do you think? Right. For sure. That, that's definitely when you're in a good uh, position. And like you said, building that momentum is what we've kind of predicated our lifestyles on, you know, and, and, in a sense, it can become a lonely road in the way, you know, it, it definitely can. Um, I would say I knew I grew real serious about, um, and then to answer your other question, because I didn't forget, um, I, I still got to let you know about the transition uh, to Colorado. Um, so just that true sacrifice, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice to get to a place that you've never been, that you've always wanted to go. Um, and for me, one of the biggest sacrifices for me uh, was definitely uh, ending a relationship that that things weren't going wrong in at all. Um, it was just because, you know, we weren't moving as conducive as we wanted to be. And she understood my shift was different than her shift. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of those things like, you know, at right now, 
we don't need to, you know, maybe we can try something different for a while. I mean, someone I've been in a relationship for five years, one of the most beautiful women I've ever been in a relationship, but she knew how much and how bad I was driven to get to a certain point because she's been there since the beginning. So she's, she's seen and she's know that I'm trying to do certain things and what she has going on is putting her in a different, um, in a different work realm. And that's okay. You know, uh, life, you know, what life happens, you know, mm -hmm. so just doing other things, you know, and having to really come to a decision, um, like that and then being able to quit football and then choose music was, was, was tough for me, you know, because I was recruited to play football at Woodbury. Um, but you know, as you continue to play and you become a starter and you play varsity and games are on Saturdays, the shows are on Saturdays too, you know, you got to make those decisions, you know, and for it being the passion, you know, every guy wants to be a professional athlete at some point in time, you know, yeah. and, and, and wanting it to take you, you know, to the highest levels. So then having to really sit down and make a decision with myself, uh, sacrifice, you know, uh, that career um, and those relationships, um, it it just grew me. It, it helped me grow. Um, and it let me know that, hey, you're doing this for a reason. You know, all those things that you sacrifice is the main reason why you must keep going. So regardless, I have to, you know, keep going in my own way to get yeah. to somewhere that I've, I've been wanting to get to my whole life, yeah. you know? And I, I, and I think one of the, um, oh, sorry to interrupt you, man. I think no, you're good. Of, you're good. I think one of them, it's like a luxury that we have, but then it's also one of the most difficult things that I think our generation faces. We have nothing but choice and opportunity. Right. And that's, that's part of the problem. Right. Because when you have nothing but options and nothing but choices and we're young and don't know who, who we are, how do you right. choose what you do, what to do? What do I pursue? Right. Now, I think right. it's like a process to get to what you actually care about. You can work yeah. from there, but it's a mm -hmm. hard spot to be in. You know what I mean? Definitely. A lot is. of people I, I talk to my age, whether it was athletes or just anybody my age, I, I, I like that question, you know, of, you know, what, what do you want to do with your life? First of all, mm -hmm. like, what the hell am I to ask that? But then again, I'm like, I got no problem answering that question. I think it's a healthy conversation. So why not just ask it? You know what I mean? Right. You get, like similar responses in that just nobody knows. And not that that's like a bad thing. I mean, like, this, this is what part of the problems that I want to help fix with this podcast and with what I'm doing. I want there to be more people, um, they have an idea where they want to go. No one's going to have their lives figured out. That, that That's not going to happen. That, that takes forever. Some people don't ever get right. that, right? Um, right. So you, you can get to a point where you're on that right track, where you feel like you're moving in the right direction, whatever that may be for you, right? Um, right. But again, I think it's important to have those conversations. And I think that this age has a lot of choices. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes you're forced to choose between like two good things, football, mm -hmm. music. That's a hard one, right? But right. sometimes you got you to gotta make difficult choices so that you got to get rid of good things in your life sometimes to make room for great things, you know? Right. And those decisions are, again, are hard to make. But I think yes. that the, the closest you can get to having, like, um, that clarity or that right answer that everybody's always looking for, and this is just my take, my opinion on this, and that's, right. you know, what you feel in your heart. I feel that what you feel in your heart, there, there's no lying there. It, it knows what it wants, right? It, it knows if it wants football or if it wants music. You know that more. It's this part that can make things cloudy, where I sacrificed all, all this time and energy and effort to become a good football player to get to this point. Maybe I, I, can't, I can't just give up on it, right? That doesn't make sense. Right. Um, but you know what you know. I mean, there's no lying to yourself when it comes to this. And I think that most people have that dilemma where you know what you want or you feel what you want, what feels right, but this thing slows you down. This tells yeah. you why it's not going to work out, why you're going to fail, why it's the wrong choice. Um, right. I think once we can get it into a point where these two work together, heart and the head work together, we're, we're going to be in a good spot. But how do you get there? Um, that to me comes from whatever comes here, no matter what you're thinking, go with that. Right. If, if it was music over football, that's what you go with. As, as much as this says, maybe that's the wrong move right now. Um, right. In my opinion, I think this one is closer to that right move that I think we're all looking for. You know what I mean? For sure. And if you can Definitely. do that, that, that doesn't guarantee that things go well for you. I don't want nobody to get that mistaken. I mean, I, right. I, with my heart, I went with soccer and it was six years of hell straight in a row. But I wouldn't right. change that for anything right now. You know what I mean? Uh, right. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I would definitely have to say uh, that you're 100% right with that because it's important to be, if it's not right within, 
you know what I'm saying? Then you can't, you can't, you know, do anything that you want. Um, just to counter what you're saying, um, because I was, I was letting you know about my sister yeah. um, and, you know, how things were extremely tough for my sister. Um, so recently within the last year and a half, um, she has made a true significant positive change in her life. And it's all because she eliminated the cancerous piece of what we say, the cancerous piece of negativity uh, on her heart. Now it was only about that big, but just because it's that cancerous piece, it still can affect your whole process. You feel it in your whole body. <laughs> you feel it in your whole body. And then not only do you feel it in your whole body, that becomes your atmosphere and that becomes your environment. So things begin, like you said, cloudy because they're cloudy up here, even though your heart is telling you one thing and your heart is going through another thing. It's just that you can't really figure out where you're confused at. It's because you haven't eliminated that spot that's actually deteriorating at your process. Mm -hmm. So once you, once you learn to grow from right here, um, and let go of certain things that you think, like you said, uh, maybe I don't shouldn't quit playing football. Maybe I shouldn't do this because if you know you've been doing it for a while. Once you learn to grow from those things and then begin to embrace the natural, then things will begin to change around you. You know, uh, and and one, you got to be able to let that piece go, and you know you got to be able to heal, and then really get, like really give yourself time to heal. That's that's a word that I that I feel is underrated um, for men and women, you know, but we always uh, uh, use that word when it comes to women, you know, uh, healing, but guys don't want to talk about healing or they don't want to have to deal with healing, the healing process. Yeah. Um, and through interpersonal communications, that's why I've learned that it's okay to be one, a male, to be okay to cry, to be okay to be outside of the man box of what it's called. Uh, that's where we're all put at as men. We're put into a man box, um, mm -hmm. letting us know what we can do, what we're not supposed to feel, how we're supposed to think and stuff like that. And we're not really taking advantage of the healing process in order to be able to grow. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And that's once you're tired of your own BS, your own bullshit, things will begin to change yeah. for you. you know I, think, I think it's so hard for people to get there, especially like, like guys for sure. Um, and I think girls as well more nowadays. Part of that, obviously, because you grow up like you're supposed to be the man macho. You're not supposed to show that kind of stuff. You're not supposed to talk about that kind of stuff, right? Um, and then you have like social media nowadays where all, where all that we do on there for the for – we do this more often than we should. I put, put it this way. We compare ourselves, right? It's, yeah. it's an easy, quick access platform to compare. Right. I see him. He's doing this thing. He has a lot of money. He's got a car. Do I need that too? Is that what I should be pursuing? You know what I mean? Right. Or girls. She looks that way. She has nice – Curves, whatever you want to call it, I got to look right. like that too, right? So we're constantly right. comparing ourselves, you know what I mean? Now that Always. healing process is like, it, it's a thing where you're being honest with yourself. And I think people struggle with that so much is because we're always trying to be something that we're not. Yeah. So when do we make time to be ourselves and think through that stuff and be honest with ourselves so that we can heal? You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, when we're constantly comparing, 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 it's that quick outlet where you can feel good quick. Right. Yeah, but it's gone. It's gone just as quick. So you got to keep coming back, right? It's a temporary satisfaction. Correct. Yep. And that's for, for men and women, I think of all ages, especially like our generation. I yeah. thought ours was bad, but I think it's getting worse and worse and worse for the younger ones because I think like our generation adopted, adopted social media and this next one is like they're born with it. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that by being born in it like that, this is all you know. This is all you know. You know what I mean? So that stuff is like always weighing on you and and I still don't think that like social media is the problem. You know what I mean? I think it's a, a lot of it is how we do it and, we, and what outlets we use to get that stuff out. I think yeah. that we don't have enough like friends nowadays, close friends, where we can have like conversations like this with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think conversations like this don't happen nearly enough. I, I mean, I, a lot of my conversations are just like this all the time. I love these so much. Like these help me, and I think that they help the person that I'm having the conversation with. And these are the conversations that I have. Um, like off air as well with people that I know, my friends, all that sort of stuff. I think we need more of that. But that's also hard because growing up on social media, that becomes the way to communicate. And this not yeah. so much. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. What's, I guess what's your take on that? I think 
media for me is something I adopted when I started um, doing like the business. If I never used media when I played soccer, um, right. zero when I started the podcast. Um, and now I'm learning how to use that stuff. It, I see how it plays a role in trying to grow this, grow my brand, grow my business, and, and, and help people. Um, yeah. How do you see it now? Yeah. You've always seen it the same way. Um, tell me about that, man. Yeah. So basically, um, I see it as there's the audience and there's the entertainers. Um, and it's easily to be manipulated. Uh, social media is easy to be manipulated as what's supposed to be real uh, and what is actually real. Um, and the audience can easily get those things misconstrued. And by getting these things misconstrued, it's, it's, it, it, it affects your subconscious, your self-confidence, you know, your self-esteem, your self-awareness. You know, all these things get affected because you want to be like these people that you idolize. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any entertainment, uh, entertainer, the way they do their social media. But, you know, I feel like it's, it's definitely a platform, you know, to be able to empower the people, you know, um, because they're getting these false identities and they're giving these false identities for people to look like this person or that person. And then they try to look like that, bro. And it, it definitely deteriorates at their confidence. You know what I'm saying? And the, the way we're using media now, it's accessible for anyone at any age. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they can, they can, uh, I work as a behavioral counselor too, you know, uh, with children and to, for them to not be able to differentiate that you can go on YouTube and see Wes B and you can go on YouTube and see Drake. Their question to Wes B will be this. Do you have a Bugatti? Do you have, you know, because they can't differentiate. They don't, they don't know the difference. You know what I mean? So when they're idolizing these people um, to who they are, you know, if they're street rappers, if they're in the, these are who the children, the, the audience wants to be like, you know, wants to portray, you know. So in certain ways, I think it becomes difficult in that way. Yeah. Uh, definitely for the youth, too. Uh, that's why I try to predicate what I'm doing on always, you know, putting a positive message out there, because just like you, there are people watching you. Every day, you know what I'm saying? Um, after observing my snap, there's been five years worth of people watching every day for five years. You know what I mean? Consistently looking for that type of content to keep them going, yeah. you know, to where they're not losing. So to where they're not losing confidence to where they're actually feeling more confident, feeling like, whoa, West B's up. Well, I need to get up. You know, he's doing that, you know, and, and that's kind of how I see um, how, you know, Insta uh, social media is supposed to be utilized, you know, as a platform to help people, you know, in a sense, you know, some people, like you say, they, they're in it for themselves, you know, but once you begin to help people, then you can make money. Yeah. You know, once it's you a, can it's figure a place, out. It's a place to be social, to, to have these conversations, you know what I mean? It's all yeah. social media, not to open this thing up and just compare for 10 minutes and then I'm out. You know what I mean? I yeah, find something sure. me off and I'm done. <laughs> and that's what's going on. You know, we compare. Like, I can see myself because I know that you're, 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 the, the way that your brain operates, okay, thoughts continue to come every day. Now, you're think you, you, at times you'll think you're crazy, you know, when just random thoughts pop up. But the way the mind works is you can see something for a split second and then keep going. And then later on in the day, that thing that you saw in that split second will, will make a whole, you know, a whole little, little uh, imagination in your mind. And you'll be like, why would I think that? You know what I'm saying? Why would I think that, you know, somebody would get hit across the street if I was driving? You know, you think you're crazy, but that's just a mind how it operates. But if you are able to be able to tell yourself, OK, that's my mind. I am not my thoughts. I can then you'll be OK. And I, the reason I said that is because when you hop on social media for those five, 10 minutes to compare yourself to other people, to this and that, and then you begin to lose confidence and you begin to do, you got to be able to tell yourself, okay, I am not my thoughts. I am not these things that, are, that I see. I know I'm not this person. On, I wish I had a hundred million like them. I wish I would be, you know, and, and that's where people get depressed, yeah. you know, because they can't keep up with that lifestyle. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's that's one of the biggest things for me um that I see going on with people yeah. my age, our age, uh, uh uh even people older than us and then with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So trying and, to realize and, and, and I think we should and I find myself like, trying to be careful with when, when we're saying this stuff because, like, sometimes if I say that, like, when I say that, I don't mean that everybody is on there comparing. You know what I mean? Right. And I think right, nowadays, right. It's, nowadays it's, it's, it's like they'll take one thing and then that becomes the, – the, he's saying everybody's like this now. You know what I mean? So I'm making these, like, yeah. assumptions. This is just about, like, people our age and from, like, what I see. You know what I mean? Right. Um, not, ha- right. not happening all the time, and it's not everybody. Right. Um, right. But I think it's still way more common than it should be. I'll put it that way, you know. It is. Um, let's make a re- transition real quick to podcasting because yes. I know we mentioned before we talked that that's one of the next things you kind of want to do. Um, I want to yeah. start with just saying this. For those of the people that are listening to this, there's some b- dogs barking in the background. Um, that's, that stays in the episode because podcasts are not about being perfect. Okay. <laughs> this, this is about being real and authentic and that stuff stays there. You know what I mean? I think yes, a lot of people. I, I joined a Facebook Facebook group recently about like podcasting. Um, to try to like help people out in that community because I think that anybody who's doing this, I'd like to be able to help out as well. I'm not perfect. I don't got millions of views, none of that sort of stuff. Um, but I think like people go to these things for that outlet, for the conversations that you have, for the content that's there. It's nice when everything sounds perfect and clear and crisp, but you're gonna like kill yourself mentally trying to make it that perfect all the time. When right. that isn't what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously, you don't want to be to a point where I can't hear anything the whole entire time. And what, what am I listening to, right? Um, yes. But I think to hear those things in the background just shows how real it is. You know what I mean? Yes. We're, we're human. It definitely does. Today, you know? So tell me real quick about your podcast idea. Or even if you have one. Or are you just kind of thinking about you want to do one at some point? Yeah. So basically, uh, how I want to set it up um, is that my life as an entertainment artist um, and my life just as a public speaker um, and as someone who does consulting and helping people develop within their dreams, goals, and aspirations. Uh, I wanted to be able to put things on my podcast dealing with my lifestyle um, so people can, like you just said, see that it's not easy, you know, kind of what I'm talking about. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the self-development Sunday stuff that I do. I want to make that all uh, podcast content for people to be able to come and feel uplifted, rejoiceful, and be able to feel open and free listening to it. Um, and I just wanted to be able to come uh, provide different uh, content things dealing with sports, self-help, um, my experiences and other people's experiences dealing with, you know, how they've overcome certain things. Um, and as well as when we go do the public speaking, you know, so I wanted to make sure I just had information that is going to be uplifting and that positive outlet, uh, on my podcast. Well, you can always find something positive going yeah. on, you know, um, yeah. that's what we predicate, you know, on doing is providing a good hour, you know, uh, for people to feel, oh, I just listened to a West B podcast today and man, boy, did, did he have some information on there that I needed to hear for today, you yeah. know? So just wanted to, uh, grow a podcast like that. And then be able to monetize it so that we can create loyal uh, customers and give them an opportunity to buy different products dealing with uh, the podcast content. You know the podcast will be on a certain day. So then we'll try to get journals out uh, to you guys with different things, different affirmations and stuff for you to be able to fill out within your journal so that you can stay on track of making sure you got your dreams, goals, and aspirations together. You know, so just really uh, creating a podcast around self-development yeah. um, and positivity um, uh, and just providing that perspective uh, for people. Yeah. Good yeah. deal, man. I'm rooting for you. I want to see that thing come out. And when it comes out, maybe I'll be a, back, a guest on it at some point. That'd no, be you will, man. I, I definitely want to be able to chop it up with you just to be able to learn some of the ins and outs, you know, kind of what I need to uh, make my podcast successful, you know, yeah. so... Um, cause you don't know what you don't know. Um, and as a music artist, just jumping into this, you know, I understand that it's a process to be able to learn. You don't have to be a pro to start. You just have to start to become a pro, you know? So, uh, just being able to, uh, provide more outlets to reach the people, um, grow the fan base, um, and then, you know, help people as well. For sure. 
Good deal. Mm-hmm. Real quick, man, before we wrap up, go ahead and just give out um, like your social media where people can listen to your music or follow you. If you have a website, um, just go ahead and give yep. all that out for me real quick. Yep, cool. So um, as you know, I appreciate you all for the opportunity and being able to listen. Appreciate my good friend here uh, for hitting me up with the opportunity to be on this podcast today. Um, you can follow me at Official Westby. That is Official Westby uh, on all major platforms. W E S B, no T. Uh, uh, all, as well, uh, my music is on all platforms Spotify, uh, Google Play, Tidal, iTunes. Um, if you just type in Lou Boy, Westby uh, on in Google, it'll pop up for you there. Um, go ahead and check it out. One thing I really enjoy about the music it is a majority of it is non-explicit, so you can the whole family can listen to it. Um, and it's about providing a positive experience and perspective for other people. My storefront is located at 1133 Franklin Street, Waterloo, Iowa. There is someone always there at the shop. Um, we're mostly open from Tuesday to Saturdays. So swing by there throughout the course of the day and pop in and someone can get you taken care of. The website will be releasing at the beginning of the year with new merchandise and a uh, new product line as well. Uh, that will be at weactive.org. So you guys stay tuned for that. But make sure you guys follow me on Instagram so we can stay tapped in and so that we can continue growing and developing together. I appreciate you. There you have it. Wes, thanks a lot, man. This was a lot of fun. Um, we'll have to catch up again sometime soon, see how things go. And when you get your stuff rolling out, especially that podcast, that'd be a fun one to do. And if you're ever in town again, man, let me know. I live here actually in Cedar Falls now, so I'm nearby. Okay. So we we'll get together. Yeah, I will be in town probably the week of the 17th of December. Gotcha. Because I'll do a, a sale at my store uh, for the holidays. So yeah. um, once I get in, Excuse me, Jesus. Once I get in, I will uh, shoot you a message, man, and see if we can uh, wrap it up and get something going so I can possibly try to get that podcast released at the beginning of the year as well. That sounds good, man. Looking forward to it. We'll talk again soon then, man. I appreciate you, bro. God bless. Take it easy. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Yes, sir. Take it easy.